Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. On the Daily Family, welcome to live coaching week. I decided to do a week where I um, I actually made it like a giveaway on my Instagram where I gave away two free coaching sessions. And um, I am giving one away to, uh, I gave it away to two different people. And today's is for anybody, if you work in fitness or you are a personal trainer, um, or maybe you have just like owned your own fitness business, this episode is going to be for you. I got to do a call with a lovely human. Her name is Ronnie Kublova and she is a trainer in the UK. She has been in the fitness personal training space for about 25 years. She's 44, originally from the Czech Republic. Uh, she came to the UK at 18. Um, she's honestly, she's started her own gyms. She's worked for other gyms. She's experienced the ups and downs of the fitness industry. And then obviously over the last couple of years, which is like not a good time to be a fitness instructor. She has experienced just so many things and kind of the space she's at in her life right now is kind of really relatable to anybody who's in this industry. And it's like, what do I really want to be doing? Do I want to be working for somebody else? Do I want to be driving all over the place, um, teaching fitness classes? Is that something I still want to do? And so what we really got to do on this episode is kind of dive into, you know, one of the things you'll hear me say to her is like, why are you trying so hard to fit into a box that clearly you have no interest in being in anymore? And I feel like that's such a relevant thing for so many people. And so I hope you enjoy this if you work in this industry or even if you just own your own business or maybe if you have a job that, you know, used to work for you that you're feeling the pull to do something else, but you don't know how to, you don't know how to make that shift. This episode will be really, really great for you. Um, speaking of coaching, I have a high, high level mastermind beginning in August. I'm opening up registration starting this Friday. It is called the Quantum Leap. And this is for people that are just like ready. Like you're just ready. You're over yourself. You're ready to just like heal some of this trauma, reframe subconscious limiting beliefs, realize what our limiting beliefs even are. But more than that, like ready to just like dive into quick downloads, quick level ups, quick things that increase our ability to run our business better, our lives better. Um, this is going to be an intimate, intimate space I'm going to create. I will take no more than 15 or 20 people, depending on the vibe of the people that we get. Um, and then I am releasing it to my wait list first at an early bird price. So if this is something you want and you are like, I am ready for this, you know, if you're ready to just make consistent 10, 20, $30,000 months, if you're ready to have epic relationships, if you are ready to work with other people who are doing the exact same thing as you and like do it together in this like quantum shift, then the quantum leap is going to be for you. It is a three month high level mastermind from August, September in October. And we began August 1st. And I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to just get in there with these people that are going to join this mastermind. And we are going to experience massive growth, massive shifts, quick 
quick quantum shifts really fast. Uh, and I'm excited to have you in there, but you got to get on the wait list. And to do that, you need to click the link in our show notes and, um, you'll be added to the wait list. And then on Friday, when I open registration, you will be the first to hear about it. Um, there will be payment plans available. Um, opening price is priced at two, seven, 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 and then you can pay in three payment or three installment payment plan. Um, so there are options for you. And, um, you know, this is just ready. This is for the person who's just ready to invest in themselves, ready to invest in their life and their business, uh, and is no longer sitting back and like watching life happen. This is for the person who's ready to like take it by the horns and make it happen themselves. So I'm really excited to see who we end up having in that mastermind. And I cannot wait to share all of my things with you. So let's get into this coaching call, this live coaching call with Miss Ronnie Kablova. All right, Ronnie, tell me what's going on with you. Where are we at? What's your business like? What's the state of your business? Okay, I think I've definitely hit a plateau. So I have been I have been a personal trainer for about 25 years and own a um, fitness studio in central London for about 15. And obviously throughout of COVID, it hit hard. And we had to leave our studio, um, which was doing really, really well. And it's been, you know, up and down since since then. So we have found another premises. Um, then we had to leave them. Then we found another premises within a premises. Um, and then throughout of COVID, because uh, I was living in central of London, and throughout of COVID, I decided to... Um, leave London and move to um, the seaside. So it's about um, hour and a half, two hours from central London. I mean, it's the best thing I've ever done. I think I found my soul. <laughs> Are you in Brighton? Uh, no, it's actually Kent. So oh, yeah. yeah, so Whitstable, um, little uh, sea town uh, in Kent, so which cute. is absolutely incredible. Really, really lovely. But you know, now the travel is a little bit more um, tougher. So I go to London about once a week, which is um, which is great. It's best of both worlds. But yes, I definitely hit the plateau. And I was thinking about it. I knew you were going to ask me that question. And I felt myself there before COVID, where I was teaching online. We had to go straight from the lockdown um, online, which was which was fine. But uh, I was so manifesting this house. It was just out of a blue, went to see it, um, didn't think anything of it. It was far, far away from me, from my reach. Um, and I had it on my vision board when I was training on Zooms, those six, seven, eight hours every single day, literally with that house in front of me, visualizing, visualizing, manifesting. I did the magic book in the same time. And if no one believes in it, I have to tell you, change your mindset because this stuff works. And if I didn't feel so strongly about this house and having it in front of me, I don't think I will be sitting here today. So yes, yeah, so that was absolutely uh, my dream and my dream uh, came true. Mm -hmm. uh, but since then, so I've been here for about a year and since then, I feel like I'm procrastinating, you know, it's the comfort. It is my happy, happy 
medium, but I truly, truly believe I was born to do more. And I believe that I do deserve more. And but I feel like I've lost that why I can't find my next why. Mm. Um, I, I'm obviously in uh, network marketing as well with my side hustle. And um, yes, it feels I need that push and I need to get myself how I was so passionate and I knew that why about this house. I feel like I need to get it back for whatever else it's out there waiting for me. Mm. And um, yes, that's, that's where I'm at. And truly, truly, I, I'm ready. I want to work. I, you know, I want to get up every morning, do my miracle morning and then hit it hard. But as everyone else, probably you go with that up, down. It's very yeah. rarely that stable medium. And even though we have the tools, we know what we need to do. I do, I do find that I've lost that, um, you know, how they say that oomph of yeah. getting the fire in my belly. And I just can't think and can't pinpoint mm where it is where i need to go and get it and yes that's that that's probably where i am which i'm sure a lot of people feel um similar way and especially what's you know throughout the pandemic um which we can't blame it to that you know things always happens in life you know we always go through up and downs and but yes it is that's where i'm at <laughs> So okay. I think you came in the really, really right time. <laughs> okay. I've been following your journey and obviously, you know, you have a passion for fitness yourself and mm -hmm. I know I you from, from that kind of background. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I think is going on. And then what we're going to do is we're going to like Quentin Tarantino this thing and we're going to like go back and I want to like go step by step. But I, this entire time you've been sharing your story, which by the way, thank you for sharing your story. I love your story. I think it's a really beautiful story of like, yes, manifestation, prayer, whatever it is for you, it is a real thing. And you have manifested the home that you want and you live in it and it, it, it all happened. And then what I think is going on is Ronnie is trying to fit into the box that she was in three years ago two years ago. And I don't think that that Ronnie exists anymore. I think that maybe Ronnie wants something else with her life and is not willing to let go of the safety net for what she knows in order to become what she's supposed to become. That's what I'm hearing as an, like, just like on the, on the surface as an outsider, that's what I'm hearing. And so here's like kind of how I why I, I heard that. So you start your, you have a love for fitness. You have a love for wellness. Obviously you, that means you clearly have a, a love and a need and a desire to serve people. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It makes me happy. Yes. And for, a, for 25 years, you've been doing that by means of personal training. Yes, in some correct. capacity, whether that be classes, gyms, personal, like whatever it is, but in some capacity, your way of serving people and helping people with their health and their wellness and their fitness IQ has been through personal training. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then a pandemic hit and yeah, we can't blame a pandemic. Although 
I, I, okay. So I'm like very, <laughs> I'm like, I'm the unpopular opinion. When pandemic. It comes to, <laughs> yeah. I'm the unpopular opinion when it comes to the pandemic, because I actually think it was the biggest gift we could have all received. And uh, a lot of people don't like to hear me say that because, you know, oh my God, people got so sick. Yes. All of that was tragic. Like I'm not, I'm separating two different ideologies of the pandemic here. I'm not taking away anything from like how awful it was for so many people. What I'm saying is for the first time in any of our lives that are living today, it may be, you know, there's some people that maybe are still alive from you know, the early 1900s. But for the most part, most people alive on this planet today have never experienced the type of reset, the type of pause, the forced pause that we all experienced. Correct. And what that did is it got us out of our routine. It got us out of the the hamster wheel of our lives, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And here's a here's our subconscious is responsible for 95% of our daily actions. 95%, you know that. And that means that 95% of us during our day are walking around like robots, Mm -hmm. essentially, because we're doing things that we've memorized. Our routines become the exact same thing. And actually, one of the most detrimental things you can do for your life, for your growth, for your business, your relationships is not dramatically shift something from time to time. As a personal trainer, I'm sure routine is everything for you. Yes. Right? You like helping people get in their routine and stay in it. And you probably have a very set routine for your life. You wake up, you do something. You probably have a set morning routine. You have a set workout routine and all of the things. So then the pandemic hits and you're no longer doing that. Maybe a little here and there. Maybe you still have your personal things you're doing. But for the most part, like life has dramatically shifted. What that did is it brought your subconscious beliefs into the conscious plane. And all of a sudden, you were able to say, like, you were able to go, I am really kind of loving being home. I'm kind of really loving moving to the sea and slowing my life down a little bit. And consciously, you now, that's what you want. That's your desire, right? Let me ask you something. If, if money and time were not an issue for you and you had a genie, like a little genie that gave you unlimited wishes, what would you be doing with your days? Um. And you, you can think about it for a second too, if like, if you need to, because I think a lot of people get on this, um, you know, I'd be doing what I want and I'd be making sure that I'm, you know, doing all the things that I was doing before, but I would be doing it in a way. But like, do you really want to be doing that? Ask yourself that. No. And I did say this morning, funny, it's really funny question because just this morning, about three hours ago, when I was by the beach, I actually said I could easily retire. I could easily retire what I am doing. And I know that there are certain clients I absolutely love and adore. And I would always like to keep even when I'm 70, when I'm 80, because they give me joy And to be where I am today, to choose to be surrounded by those clients who make me feel happy, it's it's very special. It it really is. 
So, you know, years ago where you just have to say, yes, I have to do this one, that one, that was it. This is what it is because money has to come in. But to choose to be surrounded by the clients who really you want to wake up for in the morning, who you have a laugh, who you, you know, who are there with you in the step of the journey, that's really, really special. But yeah. as you said, um, could I see myself doing this forever? No, it's for me, I want it as a hobby, not as a main vehicle uh, for my future. And what I would love to do with my day, I absolutely love spending it outside. So whatever it is to be with my dogs, with my other half, to just be outdoors. And I would love to have a place abroad, not for myself, but to have 10 sets of keys and to give it to my friends to you know, just have a road to say, you go whenever you want to. That's yep. always for years and years been in my heart to have properties where I can just share them with the less fortunate who can't, mm -hmm. you know, just pick themselves up and go. That mm -hmm. would make me extremely, extremely happy. Yep. And then, you know, doing a few jolly bits, like a little bit of a fench way, you know, just do things which makes you happy to help others to mm -hmm. get them on the right track, like what you're doing. You know, I think it's, yep. it's very special to be helping others when yep. they want to listen, when they open. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you believe currently in your life, do you believe how many clients would you have to have in order to have that life that you just said? A lot. A What's lot. your pricing like right now? In pounds? Sure. So there is a difference as soon as you move out of London, the pricing does drops and that devalues probably myself as a person. And that's one thing as well I had to learn to deal with. So in London, it will be £90 per hour. And, you know, as soon as you move out, it will go down for, to 50 So wow. it's, a, it's a huge difference because that's the competitive market around this area, even though I didn't stick with it, I still went even 10 pound more because that's what I believe I deserve being 25 years in the industry. But if I was to start a class, for instance, classes here in London, we charge 25 pound for a class in um, by the sea, people charge eight pound for a class. Mm -hmm. And I just can't get my head around that because you know the amount of experience and it's not just that we just deliver the class we do the mm -hmm. aftercare pre-care we offer nutrition supplementation so it's all like a package and you know as a personal coach as we are you know in our nutrition brand so we also deliver something more than just that class and it's just it's just very different and I think that's something what I'm trying to Maybe I'm just pushing it back. You know, I've got a garage here. I could start a um, little fitness thing in my garage, but something is just... Do you do any virtual training? Yes, I do, do a do... lot. Yeah, a lot. Okay. Did you change your pricing on virtual when you moved out no. of London? No, okay. that's still... I mean, I think... Listen, I think that like, yes, obviously I live, you know, I lived in LA for a really long time. I lived in Los Angeles and people will, you know, rent is higher in the city. And so therefore your class prices are higher. Rent is not as high outside of the city. So yeah, they might, you know, a private, 
a private gym might be a lower class than, you know, a class price than a, a class that you would find in the city. But that should not affect your take-home pay at all. The price adjustment should be for the difference in the cost of the overhead, not in what you take home. And so I'm wondering, is you, like, if you're not making what you would be making in the city, is that because you truly, because you said, you know, I can't, it's a competitive market, but then you say, you know what your value is. So what's the reason for not taking home the same amount outside of the city that you did in the city? Is it because there's a belief that you have to, you know, it has to match what other people are doing in order for it to be successful? I have thought about it a lot. And even though I've been here for a year, I'm still still not that well known as other trainers who are established more. Um, and as you said, it's always the comfort. I know I'm well known in Notting Hill in London and I'm not well known here. So maybe it's a barrier which I'm putting in front of me. And yes, I haven't done any advertising around my area here where I live. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to keep it as that little safety haven where I go to work to London and earn my money on online. Do you want to teach in your little town? Like, do you want to do fitness in your little town? I think I would like to have a little community here. It would be really nice to do like, you know, just like a fizz and flow couple of uh, days a week. Um, It would be nice. It is a really lovely kind of more as a smaller village type of thing um, where everyone knows everyone. So it would be nice to have a, like a little community here. Yeah. But then I do have that community in London. You know, yeah. our clients, our friends, you know, they've been of with course. us for 25, 50, like 15 years since the studio been open. Some of them are in their 70s. Safe. They're safe, safe, yes. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of like, you don't want to, you're really, you have a lot of fear around being unsafe. Tell me about like when you were growing up, what was your belief with money? Like what was the, what was the the rule of money when you were growing up? Like either from your parents, like around you, like was money easy to come by? Was it hard to make? What was the belief around money growing up? Money was always easy to come by. Um, I came from quite wealthy family who, yeah. I was brought up in communism. So pretty much what I remember as a child, we all had the same, no one had more, even though we did have more, but I was never told that we have more. Um, I always shared everything I had that extra with my friends, always shared everything with my, uh, with my little siblings. But then we became democratic Republic and things has changed. And then Money didn't come as easily and it started to get a little bit more of a struggle. And then when I was 18, I basically just um, left the country and came to UK to be an au pair. So got £50 in my pocket, got on the bus and off I went. (laughs) And the rest is the history. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So our subconscious, uh, like our, our beliefs around money, our beliefs around guilt, fear, shame, all of that, that's like kind of solidified into our, our bodies by the time we're eight. Like we're all just adults walking around like eight-year-olds. That's, mm. that's pretty much what we are. And so I as well came from money. 
And I grew up like what as I was growing up, I was like, I don't have like money trauma because I grew up with money. So like I didn't of course I don't have money trauma, but obviously that's not true at all. And I think you and I have the same thing because I think with when you grow up with wealth, there's this this codependence that happens and like the child and like unable to like jump and leap because the safety net's always been there. Right. And so we've never really had to like not find the safety net. But then what happens is you grew up, you have to share. No one's better than anybody else. You are equals. And, you know, like capitalism was not a thing. Like you couldn't just be, you weren't allowed like, so, so I, you're, it's so funny that you told me that because now I'm like hearing Ronnie go, well, no, I can't just raise my prices because that's not what the market's doing. That's not what everyone else is doing. So I couldn't just raise my prices. And the reason I asked you that question was because in my mind, I'm like, okay, let's raise your prices, like dramatically raise your prices to match the value that you add to people, right? Because money is an energy. It's not mm. real. Money's not real. It's an energy and it will come in at the frequency that you are tapped into. And so why not? Let's, why not? Let's raise your prices like all the way up. And instead of having to take 25 clients to feel satisfied with how much you're bringing home, you could take five mm -hmm. and they could be on your terms and it could be when you want. And, you know, maybe there's other ways that you can also bring in income that's helping people. And maybe that's more online presence. Maybe that's online courses. Maybe that's an online workshop. Maybe that's, you know, like an online coaching program that doesn't require you to be face to face all the time. Maybe it's more of an evergreen program that, you know, people could just buy and you could make the income, but then Ronnie gets to enjoy her beach house and gets to enjoy her life and not feel guilty about having more, right? So it, I, that's why I asked like what the belief was growing up because I was like, okay, there's like a, there's a belief here. There's a limiting belief here that I'm hearing that is I am not worthy of success unless it's matching the success of the people around me. Am I, am I right with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, um, yeah, my other half keeps saying, what is it with you? You know, you've been training for 25 years. You are amazing. You are, you know what you're doing, you know, and what is it with you that you don't feel valued and, you know, you can't just, that's exactly, that's exactly yeah. that. Do you work for somebody else a lot? Like when you go to the gyms, you're working for someone else, right? Like you're, you're working for another gym or is it your space? That's our space. Okay. Okay. That's good. Okay. So you're not like working for other people. You're not helping no. other people build their gym. Okay, that's good. No, yeah, it's it, it's it's ours. We had like a our own studio, and then um, we just found a room within another studio which we Got rent. It. So Got it's it. still our clients. So yeah, working really for for our own brand. Yeah, I think like honestly, Ronnie, I like it's so funny because you're you're so you know what you want. It's like even watching you, like you're so calm, like you are a woman who has manifested her dream home, who currently lives in her dream home, kind of lives her dream life. And I'm wondering, like, do you like, do you even want to be doing what you used to be doing? Is that the issue that actually maybe you don't want to do that anymore? I think you nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. You nailed it. I think and that's what I would have been doing this already. You know, I've been here for a year. 
and people around me we've got we live in a, like a little you know secluded community and people saying can I come and train with you I'm like yeah six months later still haven't answered does driving into the city bring you joy does it light no. you up Okay. No, absolutely not. I'm dreading it. Like now I know that I have to head back to town because tomorrow I've got 10 hours back to back, which I am grateful for. I absolutely love and adore when I'm there. Of course. Love to see my clients. I adore them. Wouldn't change it for the world. But there is this, wow, I have to pack my bag. Off I go to the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 10 hours mm-hmm. tomorrow night, I'll be back in my home. <laughs> so, yes. If it's not I a think... full body yes, it's a no. Yeah. <laughs> and the real cause of burnout is not the job. It's not the people at the job. It's not how many hours we have to work. It has nothing to do with that. The real cause of burnout is a, is a, it's a symptom. Burnout is a symptom of a cause that is living a life you're not aligned with. And what I'm hearing is that you are not aligned with the life that you thought you had to live in order to be successful. Correct. The limiting belief is that in order for you to be successful, you have to keep doing what you've always been doing because it's working, because it's worked and it's where it's safe. And so what I want to see you do is leap and trust that the net's going to appear. It's It's a little bit more complicated than that. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is because like you have a lease and you have to keep the like, there's all the logistics and that's something not on camera. (laughs) Of course, of course, of course. I'll take, tell you in person one day, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. There's always logistics. So all of the logistics aside, right? All of the things that would have to happen in order for you to be able to leave whatever you're doing in London not because you don't love the people in London, not because you don't love your clients, but because at the end of the day, if Ronnie is not feeling satisfied and waking up every day and being turned on by her life every single day, then why? Then you're burnt out. And if you're burnt out, you're not giving your genius to that space in a way that it deserves and a way that you deserve to give it in the way that you know you're po- like that you know it's possible for you to give it. So all the logistics aside, all of the things that would have to happen, you have to trust that it is possible and it's one foot in front of the other. It's not going to happen overnight, especially when it's like involves things like leases and, you know, paying rent and all these things. Like, of course, those things are put in place by society to keep us stuck. That's why they're there right? Like 401ks and and benefits kept me at my corporate fitness job for a long time because what I, what I, a belief, all a belief is, is something that we've been taught that now we, we perceive as truth. That's all a belief is. It doesn't actually even, it's not even actually fact. It's just what we've been taught. And now we perceive to be true. Correct. Right. So my belief when I was teaching full-time corporate fitness was if I leave, I will lose my benefits. I will lose my 401k and I won't be successful because if I leave my people that rely on me every single day, if I leave them, then I no longer have a community of people to serve. And if I'm not serving people, then I'm not worthy of, 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 then I'm not valuable. My limiting belief was that I had to be accessible and available all the time in order to be successful. That's not true. 
And I'll say the same thing to you. That's not true. You don't have to be accessible and available to people forever, the same people forever in order to be successful. You just don't. No, you know how you said like in the morning when you wake up and I know, and I had that, that desire waking up every single morning and doing what you absolutely love. You know, we all had that feeling. We all have been there. And when it's, the, when it's not there, you just feel lost. You just totally. feel, where is it? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, I've look, I left at the age of 18 to go to country, yep. which I didn't even speak that language. So yep. yes, it is in me. I've, yep. I've done it and I can do it all over again and again and again. And I've done it again. I left London to move into town, which I didn't know anyone. So it is in me. But yes, it, I know it's limited beliefs. I know that there is something bigger stopping me myself to be happy, you know, and succeed to where I deserve to be, where I want to be yep. and where I should be. Yeah. So let's, let's work through some of those. Let's work through some of those limiting beliefs because it's one thing to know that they're there. It's another thing entirely to finally do something about it because limiting oh. beliefs, yeah. B- limiting beliefs live in our ego. Like they live, they live in our subconscious and our ego has some, is like the gatekeeper. Okay. So your ego is always going to stop you every time. So even like when I've said, even in this conversation, when I've said to you, like, okay, so let's find a way to get you to stop teaching in London. It's more complicated than that. Part of that is your ego part. I'm not taking away that there are logistics. Like I, it's business, right? Business is, it can be shitty sometimes. And part of that is your ego that comes up that goes, "Uh ah, nope, 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 nope. We're not leaving because if you leave, then you won't have a community. You don't have a community down by the sea. You don't have people that would want to train with you. This is where the people want to train with you. This is where the people want to work with you. What do you have there? You don't have anything there. So let's just stay here. Let's just, it's okay. I know it's exhausting. It's, I know it's tiring, but like, it's okay. It's better than having nothing. That's what your ego is trying to tell you. And listen, I love our ego so much. Our ego is a really beautiful, powerful thing. And trust me, when I'm about to cross the street, like a busy street in London, I'm going to want my ego there to be like, look both ways, bitch. Like (laughs) I want that, right? Of course I want that. And, and your ego only knows scarcity. You know, I have to laugh because if my um, business partner hears that she goes, I know her ego. It is me. That bitch is going nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. That's another podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That's another podcast for another day. And that's another, that's a whole other thing. The relationships that we have with other people, right? Like there's a whole thing there. And a lot of that could be because you're not setting boundaries. How are you with setting boundaries in your life? I'm going to guess like in some ways you're great at it. In some ways you're not. Mm -hmm. I try. It works. And then it doesn't work. Right. Because your ego comes in and goes, oh, but now people are going to be mad at you. So you better just drop that. It's okay. Boundaries are going to be the best thing you set in your life. Okay. Boundaries are, are your, are the ticket to your freedom. That's what your boundaries are. And the reason why other people don't respect our boundaries is because they have not set boundaries themselves. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
right? So whether that be our family, our friends, our business partners, whoever it is in our life that like we feel like we can't set boundaries with, the only way, the only way that we are going to grow and encourage other people to grow is if we set boundaries. So if you say, I can't do that because of what that person or that business will think, that is you giving your power away to other people. How old are you? 44. You are too wise, my girl, to be giving (laughs) your power away to a single other person on this planet. You have worked too hard to give your power away, right? So what would it look like to set boundaries and say, you know what? I, I appreciate that this is something that's working. I appreciate that everyone is really happy that I'm here and my happiness and my peace of mind and my freedom and my alignment to who I want to be in this life is more important. Like, what would that be like? What would that look like to make that happen? That would take a freedom. lot of- yeah, that would take a lot of affirmations. Or actually, maybe if, you know, there is a helicopter from Whitstable to Notting Hill. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, might work yeah, better. That, would, that might work better. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So that's also the goal. We're going to get so ballin' that we have a private jet and it's going to fly us to and from. Awesome. There you go, Danielle. When that happens, Here we go. Okay. That's it. We're done. No. <laughs> We just solved we all the problems. Guys, the answer to it. every problem in your life is get a jet. That's the get that is the answer to every problem. High gas prices, get a jet. Right? right? Like like well, problems thinking about getting a dinghy, you know, but now with the petrol. Yep, no. <laughs> Not sure no, no, I can no, no. go across a, the sea. No, we're getting a jet. Um Okay, so okay, so you Here's, there's two limiting beliefs that I'm hearing right now that are keeping you stuck in this pattern. And listen, like I said, your ego is going to try, it's going to come up every time you try to break this, your ego is going to come up because our ego only knows scarcity. Our ego only knows lack. Our ego only knows where we've been. It has no idea where we're going because we've never been there. We have never been there. And it's okay to say, ego, I love you. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're trying to protect me and I've got us this time. And the more that you do that, the less your ego is going to try to go and like halt the brakes, right? Like the less that's going to happen. So two limiting beliefs that I'm hearing you have. Number one, if you leave everything you've ever known that has made you successful, you will no longer be successful. That's a belief that I'm hearing that you're maybe not consciously you believe, but subconsciously your body for sure believes that. Number two, if I do what I need to do to be happy, that is going to alienate people from my life because I have to make other people happy in order for me to be happy. That's another limiting belief that I'm hearing that your body believes. So here's what I want you to do. We're going to do a little exercise. Are you ready? This is the, I'm ready. This is my, this is my limiting belief blaster. Um, <laughs> okay. So say I learned this from a friend and it's been amazing. So I want you to say this. It's going to sound crazy and it's supposed to sound crazy because we have to get your subconscious to like, we got to get your conscious to recognize things. So it goes like, oh, that sounds crazy. You're going to say a statement. You're going to say, I am that is how it starts. I am that. And then the limiting belief that you have. So for example, I had a limiting belief that if I if I was not accessible and available to everybody all the time, I was not worthy of success. That was my limiting belief. And you can use mine. If that resonates with you, then you can use that 
that exact phrase. Um, so my statement would be, I am that I am not worthy of success unless I am accessible and available to everyone all the time. Okay. So that it sounds grammatically crazy. It does not sound like it makes sense. That's the point. Okay. So I want you to think <laughs> of in, in terms of people pleasing, because like, it sounds like you're a recovering people pleaser as most people are. I mean, especially growing up in communism, of course, you're a people pleaser. Like generational trauma lives in our DNA for up to 13 generations. That's a really long time, right? So if you, did you grow up in Russia? Uh, Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Yeah. So, you know, and you have, and I'm sure generationally you've grown, like you have generations in Czech Republic, right? Sure. That lives in you. So even if that's not even a rational thing in your life currently right now, you're holding on to that trauma from up to 13 generations ago, right? So just know that, like, that's where you have to be gentle with yourself because we get into this thing where we're like, ah, why can't I just figure it out? I don't understand. Why can't I just figure it out? Well, it's been in you for 13, up to 13, not necessarily 13, but up to 13 generations. It's been in your DNA. The good news with that is like right now, when we work on this, you have the power to stop it once and for all. So for the rest of the generations to come, it's not going to be a thing. I always have been very different. <laughs> I always stood so to see? my family and said, no, I'm yeah. not doing it. So you had boundaries with your family, but if those boundaries are not universal and spanning across all areas of your life, then there is something to be worked on because we can't just have boundaries with our family and not with our business partners and then not with our friends and not with ourselves. Your personal I think that's the boundaries. main with ourselves seen as I let my boundaries go. That's where everyone gets hold of you, right? Right. That's why you're waking up dreading going into the city for 10 hours because you've let go. You've handed your power over. You've handed your power over to someone else or to other people, not just one person, right? You've handed your personal power and your personal happiness and your personal sovereignty and freedom away to your clients, away to your business partner, away to London. You've given it to London. That should be a country song. <laughs> Um, okay. So think about the limiting belief when it comes to people pleasing, what is the limiting belief? Put it in your own words and then we'll do the statement. I know I'm putting you on the spot. It could be like, it could be the same one. Like, do you, like, do you feel like you have to be accessible and available to people in order to be successful? Uh, no. Do you feel like if you leave a current situation, then you won't be able to find the same success and happiness yes. that you found? Okay. So the statement could be, or the, the belief could be, I believe that in order to be successful, I have to stay within the safety of my current situation. How does that feel? Does that feel like, write that down. Yeah, you can get a pen. Go ahead. <laughs> write it down. You know, what comes from my childhood is always, always being tough. I had to be that grown up person. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I was not it was not possible for me to feel unwell, to me to show that anything is wrong. I had to just be that strong person mm. and get up every single morning and work, work, work. So your version, your vision of strong, your, your, the modeling that was given to you as like somebody who is strong is somebody that is not allowed to be vulnerable or follow their, their Correct. happiness. It's the person that just does what they need to do to get shit done. Yes. And I think that's, I'm better at it 
now, mm-hmm. but for years and years and years, that was a huge barrier in front of me. You know, I just couldn't, I couldn't soften. And I think by me moving here, I took a back seat. Do you know how you said mm-hmm. I'm calm? That wasn't me f- until two years ago. That was me all the time. Like I would be, yeah. that would be me constant. Yeah. It's very, um, yes, I've had to learn a lot to just sit back and yes. You're ready to, you're ready to finally be in your feminine energy body. You're finally at a point where you're not willing to compromise that anymore. So this idea of going into London and teaching for 10 hours a day, that's representing the old Ronnie, the box, like I said at the very beginning, the box that you no longer fit into. Okay. So write that limiting belief down. I believe that in order to be successful, I have to remain in the safety net that I've built for myself. Okay. So now I want you to say that, but I want you to say, I am that, and then read that statement. So grammatically incorrect. And I want you to say it like it's an affirmation, like it is a positive affirmation. You are staring at yourself in the mirror saying every morning, I don't want you to say it with any less than a hundred percent conviction, but start it with, I am that. I am that. I believe that in order to be successful, I have to remain in the safety net I have built for myself. I believe that in order to be successful, I have to remain in the safety net I have built for myself. How does it sound when you say that out loud? I think I have to say it many, many times to sink in. Yeah. But if I, okay, so let's say I said that to you. Let's say like you and I were just hanging out and like, obviously like you've, you follow me. So like you, obviously, you know me, you know who I am, you know, all these things, right? If I came to you and I said, Ronnie, I feel like I can't leave. I feel like I have to stay in the safety net I've built for myself in order to be successful. What would you say to me? Get out. <laughs> Get out, girl. You deserve yeah. better. Yeah. 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 So why is it any different for you? Because it's complicated. <laughs> That's your ego though. That's your ego. Nothing, there is, you literally manifested your dream house in the seaside when you were living in London and your entire existence was in London. Don't tell me that there's not a way to get past complicated. You've done it. You left communism and you came here with like a bus pass and like built a life for yourself. You can get past complicated. I can, absolutely can, but I know there would be consequences, not for anyone right. like my clients, right. but for the business. That would yeah. be huge consequences. It would be consequences. Are those consequences, let me and answer this honestly, are those mm-hmm. consequences bigger than you being miserable? Uh, are they more important yeah. than you being miserable? Yes. Okay. And I don't think I'm, the hardest thing is just to make that leap of traveling. Mm-hmm. And I think that is easier than to deal with the consequences. Of course, it's um, easier. Of course, it's easier. I don't mean but it is that it sustainable? way. <laughs> but is it sustainable forever? Is no, a- and it's not forever. I know that there is a okay. time limit. Okay. I do have a time limit, right. um, which obviously it's, easier to be 
yeah. doing this. So, but yeah. So there's a time limit. That's great. So, yes. I, and you know, here's the thing. We don't always have to just like wake up and be like, you know what? Mm. I'm done with this. Got to go. Bye. Cause like, you know, you have responsibilities. We have commitments, all the things. And if I always say like, if the commitments are easy to break, break them. Like if you know, they're not making you happy, yeah. break them. If they, if they're not easy to break and you know, you have a commitment to something, absolutely see it through. And Let's still work on this limiting belief that you have so that you can start to shift your energy towards mm-hmm. something that's going to make you happier so that when the time is right, you're ready. Correct. Yeah. But that's something where I really feel like, you know, even just by this, even just by this, there is a sparkle in here. There is a sparkle. There is a hope. Yeah. There is something what I suddenly feel it's either the fist or it's, the, it's that. It's me. No, it's, it's me. <laughs> yes, girl. It's me. I'm the sparkle. Um, but yes, definitely. You nailed, you nailed it. There is yep. something where I, and I truly believe within that time limit, I will find it and I will grab it and I will go for it. Yeah. Because, because I what's do the have truth? it in me. What's the truth? If the obviously the truth is not that you have to stay in a safety net in order to be successful. That's not the no. truth. So what's no. the truth? Tell me what the truth is. To really dig deep and really find that sparkle inside where I wake up every morning and I leap off that bed going into that thing I really 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 love doing. Well, that's the goal. But the truth is the goal is that's the goal. That's of course, that's the goal. And I believe that you're going to get there. Like, I I know that you're going to wake up one day and you're going to go, holy shit, I have everything that I've ever wanted. Like, you're going to have that moment. If the, if the, if that belief of, I believe in order to be successful, I have to stay in a safety net. If that's not true, then the truth is I'm a badass trainer that has 25 years of experience. I can be successful wherever, pardon my French, wherever the fuck I want. I want. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. The truth is I can build a gym in my backyard if I want to, and it will be so successful because it is not the location that makes me successful. It is me. It's me. <laughs> ah, say that again. It's me. I it's make me. myself successful. Yeah. It's not the surroundings. It's not location. It's not the people. It is me. You're the money. So fuck you, limited beliefs. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. Like Ronnie, you, you literally, when you were telling me your story at the beginning, you have everything you need. Like you have the experience, right? You have the knowledge, you know what it is like to build a business. You know what it's like to build a successful business. You know what it's like to leave everything that you knew as like your reality and shift it completely. You've done it all. And the, the path to true abundance, that, that feeling that you were talking about just now of waking up every morning, that happens when you have that alignment across every area of your life. So if you are putting more energy into something that you are no longer lit up about, then you are draining the energy from the things that should lift you up, which is your house right now, which is the fact that you were able to move and have a quieter life and be more in touch with that beautiful feminine energy body that like receives and is, and likes pleasure and likes, and you know, it likes to desire things like that. You've worked hard to meet her. 
And the more that you put more energy into something that is no longer filling you up, the less energy you have for the things that you actually want to be doing. So I'm not saying you have to wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm done going to London. That's it. I'm out. Because you said it's complicated. You have commitments. So you're going to have to figure out those commitments. But maybe it's less energy. Like mm-hmm. like maybe it's less energetic output to those things. And you start putting more energy into the things you actually want to be doing. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. we always obsess over the things that we don't want to be doing. We spend more mm-hmm. time worrying about the things we don't want to be doing we than do, we are enjoying yeah. the things that we do that we love, right? Like everybody did that during the pandemic. People were putting so much emphasis on what <laughs> everybody else was doing and nothing on themselves. And then they wonder why they all wake up and they're depressed and they have all this anxiety yeah. and they, they feel like they don't know who they are or what their purpose is. And it's like, well, because you've spent the last two years of your life worrying so much more about something outside of yourself than worrying about you what you control. Yeah. Right. There's things you can't control. Like you said, Mm -hmm. if there's like a commitment that you have that's out of your control, then there's nothing you can do about that. So instead of obsessing over that, just start to put more emphasis and more attention and more time into what you actually want to be doing. Correct. And see how that shifts your, the way that you live, the way that you wake up every day, right? Like you said, you've already started to get this like spark of like, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. that's why I love coaching so much because you know, it's like coaches don't actually teach you anything. Like that's the bet, the biggest thing about, I think the coaching <laughs> space, personal training teaches you something like physical, like fitness coaches, they teach you how to have good form. Like we teach you how yeah. to like, you know, physically do things, business coaches, life coaches, like what you and I are doing. I'm not teaching you shit. What I'm doing is I'm holding up a mirror for you that says, look, look at her. Look at how fucking awesome she is. Look at how fucking powerful she is. Look at what she's capable if she would just like admit that having pleasure in her life and living a life that is a full body fuck yes is actually the goal. But not just the goal, it's your birthright. Like total abundance, Ronnie, is your birthright. Yeah. Do you believe me? I do believe you. Okay, that's good. More than you know. Okay, I see a lot of people go, yep. But then they like don't actually believe that. I know you believe that. You moved to the seaside. You left your life in London to have a life that made you feel good. You know, like I know you believe it. So now we just have to get that in all areas of your life. Right. And don't feel like you have to fit into a box just because that box always worked. Yeah. Right. You were never obligated to say the same ever. And trust me. I hate box. <laughs> I hate oh, I know. it. Yeah, I know you do. I don't do part of light boxing. <laughs> no, and that's why right now you're feeling this like, oh, I don't know what I yeah, should be doing. I, I don't know I feel why like I'm I feel in a, this way. A box. You no, know, and like some sometimes people say to me, so what are you? What? And I just say, I'm Ronnie. I'm just Ronnie. That's who I am. Yeah. I'm not this. I'm not that. Mm-hmm. I just want to be Ronnie. Yeah. So when you feel yourself starting to go into a box, that's when you Mm. start to feel really uncomfortable. So honor that in yourself. Mm. Like, okay, I know that driving into London every day and, or not every day, but like even once a week and like spending 10 hours there, that's not what I want to be doing. I don't want to do that anymore. And I deserve to do what I want to do. And maybe I can't do it right now, but I'm certainly going to start to put the energy toward the exit plan. Correct. And that's going to, that ego is going to come up a lot mm. and it's okay to be like, you can't kill everyone. You know, that saying like, just kill your ego, like turn off your yeah. ego. 
y'all, we can't do that. Like the ego can't be killed. It can't be turned off. And honestly, the ego is self-sabotaging. Like the wounded ego is self-sabotaging. So it's actually the one telling you to kill it. So like at the end of the day, you can't get rid of it. What we can do is take a second when you feel those feelings of like, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. When you start to feel that panicky feeling, because ego is always going to feel panic. That's Mm. how you know it's your ego talking, not your higher self. It's always going to feel like panic. So when that comes up, what you can do is you can go, okay, ego, I feel you. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. And I've got this. You got to trust me. Go home. Yeah. Take a nap. Go to another take, box. Take a nap. Take a nap. <laughs> I treat my ego Get like out. my six-year-old son. My ego is my six-year-old son. Like if you change Owen's routine, like the world, like we literally surprised him with Disneyland. I took him out of school and surprised him with Disneyland. Didn't tell him until we got there. And when he finally realized where we were, he was so mad at me. He's like, you lied to me. I'm like, well, that was a really weird way of saying thanks for taking Thank me to you. Disneyland, mom. Like, that was a really weird way to say that. But it's because, like, that's our ego. Like, that's, mm. you know, little kids are just walking. They're walking subconscious. They're just, like, walking little egos. And, like, that's what we grow up with. So when you try to shift anything, your ego is going to speak to you and it's going to feel like it's your higher self. But we have to remember, your higher self is always calm, cool, and collected. It knows what it wants. Yeah. It knows where you're going. And it's confident that you're going to get there. So what I want to see you do over these next few months while you start to work toward that exit strategy is start to sit in, okay, but what would make me happy? What do I actually want to be doing? Because there's always a way to be successful doing exactly what you want to be doing. This idea that like, you got to, sometimes you just got to work in things you don't want to do. Like that's bullshit. It's not true. Mm. People make money selling their feet on the internet, you know, like, like selling pictures (laughs) of their feet. Like if people can do that, like, Nothing we can't do. Yes. Like, especially with the online (laughs) Like, pictures of their feet making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, hey, Dunyard just gave me a great idea. There you go. Hang on. Yep, there she goes. She's going to be the newest foot model. Here she is. There's Ronnie. You thought she said she was just Ronnie, but she is now Ronnie the foot model. (laughs) Hey, you know, whatever works. Like, I. Oh. I'm like, however you want to make your money, everyone, do it. That's it. Um, I adore you. I really, really adore you. I hope this was helpful. I hope this like Thank you. gave you some insight. Think about it, rewatch it, re-listen to it. And just like and just know like you're gonna be okay. You just have that abundance. You deserve that abundance in all areas of your life. And like repeat like abundance, it like total abundance is your birthright. Like let that be something you repeat to yourself. I will every single day. That's my new mantra. I'm so, so grateful to have this coaching call. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, mm. Thank you, dear universe, for letting me win this. <laughs> it yep. meant to be. And um, so, so thankful to you. You've got a lovely family. So, um, and you. you also deserve life full of abundance. Oh, um, I know, girl. We're working on it. <laughs> I'm sure this won't yeah. be the last time we talk. The universe has a funny way of bringing people Absolutely. together. So I, I can't wait that. to hear about it. You, you tell, I need you when you, we're going to have you back mm-hmm. on this show when you have like achieved it. So whenever, yes. when you have that, that life that we talked about, I need you to message me so that we can get you back on here and you can talk about it. No doubt. You would be the first one to know. <laughs> can't wait. You know, you will have the keys from that place. (laughs) I will. See, there we go. 
All right, my girl. There well, you, you have are. a beautiful rest of your evening and we'll chat Thank soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lots Bye. of love. Thank you. Grateful Thank and you. appreciated. Thanks so much. Y'all, it does like I I just I really feel like having a coach is something that I will never not have. Right now I currently have technically two coaches. Um I have Catherine's in Kina. Um I'm in the Manifestation Babe Academy currently. I'm almost finished with that. And then I also just hired James Wedmore. I'm doing his business by design um program and I am obsessed with coaches. I'm obsessed with having a coach. I love when people want a coach. I love working with people who are ready to experience massive quantum shifts in their life. So thank you, Ronnie, for, you know, just being such a willing participant and, you know, being willing to share your story so vulnerably for literally the world to hear um, since this podcast is indeed listened to by people all over the world. I am so grateful that I got to know you and got to experience that with you. And I hope that what we talked about really helped you kind of kick into high gear. If you're interested in any of my offerings, you can always come visit me on Instagram. I'm at Danielle underscore on the daily slide into the DMs. And there's always a workshop. There's always a program. I do one-on-one coaching. I do drop-in coaching. I have this mastermind coming up. I have some workshops coming up. I do human design readings. Like There's a lot of different ways to work with me. And if you slide into my DMs, tell me what you're going through. I can kind of point you in the right direction. Um, So don't be afraid to come and hang out on the gram and get your questions answered so we can find a program that's right for you. And you know, here's the other thing. If I'm not the right te- like coach for you, if I'm not the right mentor for you, I will always refer you out to one of the amazing coaches that I know in my network and people that we are all kind of just gifted with different gifts and our genius exists in different spaces. So um, I'm always very happy to do that as well. Anyway, um, I come back on Friday for another Unplugged episode. I'm so excited to be doing Coaching Week with you and just kind of getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, it, it helps to have somebody there to be like, wait, why did you say that? Like, let's reframe what you just said because I heard you say this, but what I'm like, what I'm feeling is that you mean this. And I just think that this, I hope that this was really powerful. I really loved having this conversation and it just brought up so many good points and so many things that I think so many people are going through. So have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And we will be back on Friday with another unplugged episode. Have a beautiful night.